Welcome to Victorious Living. You know, many times, many, many times in difficult circumstances, we find ourselves asking God to see things like we see them. So what do we do? We go to Him begging. We wouldn't call it that. We wouldn't say we are, but we were, we were, we'd go sometimes. Lord, I need help. I know you know what I'm going through, but God saw the end from the beginning. He gave us his word to help us to see the end from the beginning, even though your back may be against the wall. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us instructions for obtaining a complete faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares instructions for obtaining a complete faith. And there, there we saw this, the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight. Didn't say in God's sight. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers. Now, that, that one verse tells me or tells us the, the, the value of the, of the need to identify with Christ. If a person does not identify with Christ, who he is, what he did, and what it means to you uh, from what he did, we're more likely to be susceptible to going to the party. And so we were grasshoppers in our own sight. Then uh, uh, chapter 14, verses 1 and, 1 and 2. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. Boy, see, the pity party went on all night. All night, the people wept. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses. But that must have been a bad, bad, bad thought for for uh, Moses, yeah. all these three, pe- three million people out there and they're talking about me. Yes. <laughs> they're they running me down. <laughs> I, I remember, you know, I told you this little story. One time, Sue and I, we were out at the camp meeting in Tulsa and uh, Pastor Leroy and, uh, and, uh, and his wife and, and they had their little son, what was his name? Uh, Clayton. Clayton. He was just a little fella. So, out in front of the hotel, Leroy and his wife got in the car to go to lunch, but they'd left Clayton with someone else there. And so uh, they rolled down the window to say bye to him. And he says, Mama, they treating me bad. Mama, they treating me bad, you know, because he didn't get to go. Sometimes we can feel that way. The Lord, I tell you, everybody's treating me bad. Okay, let's move on. And that night, all the people wept. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God we had died in the land of Egypt, or would, would God we had died in this wilderness? Now you see that spirit's on them. That spirit of complaining, that spirit of feeling sorry, that feeling is on them. Now what are they saying? We wanted to die wanted to die out there in the wilderness. So all I'm saying to you is this story is to make us aware that Satan will try to work you over in your time of testing and trial. And what's he want to do? He wants to keep you away from your answer. 
Where is our answer? Our answer is in the word of God. Amen. And Satan wants to keep us away. So what happens? People fall away from. Are y'all here be designed? I, I, I had a little question that came to me because I'd made a statement. Yeah, I do believe that this present situation that we've been in for the last three or four or five years, it is a ploy of the adversary to draw us away from what we know, where, where we've been taught, uh, fitting into the falling away. Now, I know people would say, well, I ain't falling away. I still believe in God. I know people that's devil's beaten up that believes, <laughs> believes there's a God. Come on. And so, you know, sometimes we say things that there really is no substance behind it. There's no substance of faith behind it, you know. And a person the other day asked me, said, well, I've got, I, I believe. Ain't that enough? Well, believing is part Believing God is a part. I mean, you got to believe before you can have faith. But if you can believe something and still be out in the wilderness. But believing it and then doing the instruction is two different things sometimes. I know what the Bible says. You know, they may, they may argue that. I know what the Bible says. I've read that. Well, are you doing it? And so that makes, uh, that makes all the difference in the world because just because you believe it doesn't mean it's coming to you. But when you put your faith to what you believe, then we have the promise from God that it is in fact already done for us and it's coming to manifest itself into our lives. Amen. I would say verse two, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron and the whole congregation said unto them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt. And now they want to go back to bondage. As one preacher said, they want to go back to bondage. He said that in reference, you know, to Pentecostal people and the way the ladies fixed their hair, but moving right along. And, and, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt or would God we had died in this wilderness. So we could say that Moses as well as Joshua was in a fix. They were between a rock and a hard place and had their back to the wall. You ever been there? In a rock and a hard, between a rock and a hard place. What's the other one I said? A rock and a hard uh, between a rock and a hard place. We could say that Moses as well as Joshua was in a fix between a rock and a hard place and their back was against the wall. Have you ever felt that way at some point in your life? You're going through uh, situations and circumstances and things that are not enjoyable and your back's against the wall and that's where, that's where they're at right here in this story. That's where they, they are at. So he could have said, you wish you were dead. Now, now Moses or Joshua could have said, you wish you were dead. You know, uh, uh, let me tell you how I feel. Did you get that? You know, they were, they were telling Moses, Aaron, eventually Joshua, all, all about it. And so Moses, Joshua here, he said, now you've told me, but let me tell you how I feel about this whole thing. He said, I 
probably said, I wish I hadn't come out here with you folks. And so we see then that, that if you read it right, there's instructions in, involved in all of that. Simply this lesson, in the worst of circumstances in the natural, God tells Moses and Joshua to have good success. Is, you know, you could have said, is that all you got to say, God? <laughs> you want, want me to have good success in the middle of all this mess? that's going on in my life. And so in the worst of circumstances, in the natural, look how God saw it. Yes. See, if you never see how God sees it, you're never gonna have any faith to receive it. I'm never gonna have any faith to receive it. I, I can say I'm a believer, but I'm not gonna have any faith to receive anything if that's how I feel about it. And so, uh, the worst of the circumstances in the natural, God tells Moses. You know, once we come to the place that we understand that God sees everything and that nothing escapes his eye, nothing escapes his knowing. So God knew the end from the beginning that he had for the children of Israel, but they didn't. And so with our faith, we, part of our faith is to see the end from the beginning. And so your backs to the wall, you know, you're going through all of these things, but we see it like God. We are to see it like God sees it. And, uh, you know, many times, many, many times in difficult circumstances, we find ourselves asking God to see things like we see them. So what do we do? We go to him begging. We wouldn't call it that. We wouldn't say we are, but we, we, we go sometimes. Lord, I need help. I know you know what I'm going through, but God saw the end from the beginning and he gave us his word to help us to see the end from the beginning, even though your back may be against the wall, even though you might be in the most severe of circumstances in your life, we got to see it like God sees it. And this, uh, you know, I like what John Osteen said, and remember it came to pass. He, he took that out, you know, a little bit, but he said, and it came to pass. It didn't come to stay, but it'll stay as long as you let it stay. It'll, it'll, it'll pitch tent and it'll stay as long as you want it to stay. All the while asking God to do something about it. And God is just screaming, I've already done something about it. And I've already given you instructions concerning it. Now, why don't you get up and go do it? and see it like I see it, God says, knowing that we're walking through these things, but we're walking toward our victory. We're walking toward the victory that's right out here in front of us that God has already provided for us. We're walking toward our victory. What's happening? Satan is throwing roadblock after roadblock after roadblock to keep us from reaching our destination of enjoying the victory that he's already provided for us. So in many times in difficult circumstances, we find ourselves, could find ourselves, I don't know that you have, so don't get offended at that. Uh, many times in difficult circumstances, we find ourselves asking God to see things the way we see it. And so we start to talk to him about how we see it. And you know, I found out something about the Lord, just as you have. I found out that God, God's not gonna get involved with doubt and unbelief talk. 
I mean, he, he's God and he sees everything and he has the power to change situations and circumstances. And so God is not going to get in that conversation of you telling him how bad things are in your life. He knew it before you ever got there. And so, but we're trying to, we're trying to get him on our side. We're trying to get him on our side in the natural of what, what we're dealing with, what's happening, and, and it's bad. And you're not going to get God in there. You're not going to get God. On, he, not, he don't come to the party. Amen. And so when we learn that and we understand how to go about walking through that, then we're well on our way to victory that God has prepared for us. Amen. And so it's no doubt that God was telling Joshua to lay aside the weight that was on him. Do you know what the weight was that was on him? It was Israel. <laughs> Three million people. <laughs> that was the weight. Complaining. He said, lay that aside. Lay aside the weight and the sin which does so easily uh, uh, beset us. And so what's he saying? When life gets tough, you're easily beset with getting out of faith, getting out of the word. And so no doubt that God was telling Joshua to lay aside the weight of the people. You know, once you take on the responsibility of caring for people in this sense, you're wasting a lot of spiritual energy. It's our hope that today's message, Instructions for Obtaining a Complete Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 38. Today's special offer is 38. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.